Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. thankful for the name of Jesus, Brother Everett. Amen. What a name. What power in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thankful to be here this evening. Thankful for Brother Boyd that allowed us to come up behind this sacred desk. Appreciate all you wonderful, wonderful folks being here this evening. Sister Betty uh, wasn't feeling too well last night at church and uh, Brother Jerry, God showed up and touched my body. Amen. I'm thankful for God. What a God. Sweetest name I know, can I tell you, there's healing, Sister Sherry, in the name of Jesus, amen. Whatever you have need of, it's in the house tonight, Brother Kenny, amen. Aren't you thankful for Jesus? Tonight, for just a few moments, I'd like to talk to you about two roots, two roots, amen. I had some roots in the back of the truck and forgot them, so I know we all familiar, Sister Amy, with roots, but anyway, y'all forgive me. Anyway, in Isaiah 53 and 2, we're talking about Jesus. It said, For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. So one more time, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. Join me in prayer. Precious In Jesus' name. And the church said amen, and you can be seated. Amen. Good to have everybody here. In Revelations 22, 16, and 17, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bride and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that heareth say, come. Aren't you thankful? Sister Mary, God said, come. Amen. I'm thankful that he said to me, Sister Cricket, one day, come. Amen. And he said, let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will let him take the water of life freely. Um, and then we're going to skip down, if you would. Let's go to Hebrews 12, 14, and 15, talk about another root. The first root is about Jesus, amen, but the second root in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 and 15 reads like this, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness bringing up trouble you and thereby many be defiled. Sister Chelsea, so we're going to talk tonight about two roots, amen, one, the root of Jesus, and the other one, the root of bitterness. Brother Donnie, a lot of people 
uh, I was doing some background studying on this, and, and some writer, writer wrote that to, to be the, the silent sin, amen, bitterness, amen. You can come to church, Sister Donna, you can come to church and smile and shout and have a good time, but you can harbor bitterness, amen, in your heart, amen. And, and Sister Amy, bitterness, it don't only, the Bible said it don't only spring up and trouble you, amen. It says by that many, Sister Patty, many will be defiled. Amen. I don't know about y'all, but Brother Wayne, I've been around folks that's been bitter before. Amen. And it don't take them, Brother Junior, very long to spew out some negative stuff. Amen. But, but Brother Jimmy, I don't try to hang around with those people. Amen. I, I want to hang around with them that, that, that we read about in Isaiah 53 and 2, that root out of dry ground, that, that root, Brother Brian, that come on to be Jesus. Amen. God manifested in the flesh. But can I tell you that, that bitterness is, is an anger or disappointment at being treated unfairly and resentment. Amen. Can I tell you, it's very easy, Sister Melinda, to, to, to get bitterness and I don't know about y'all. I don't know how many of you folks have ever got out and, and tried to dig up roots or pick up roots. But sometimes you can pull up one sister towns and then it'll just stretch and go so many different places. Amen. We have some little oaks around the house and we try to kill them, Brother Jack, but they just keep sprouting up. You pull up one and they'll sprout up another one. Those roots run far and run deep. And what I'm trying to tell you, if you don't let God dig, dig this bitterness out of your heart. It don't just stay Brother Danny, it just don't stay as bitterness, amen. It can turn into other things. It can turn into hatred. It can turn into malice. It can turn into unbelief, amen. So, so what I'm telling you, there's two roots that we want to talk about tonight. And first, we're going to start with the, 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 the root of bitterness. Uh, in Ephesians 4, 26 and 27, it says, Be ye angry and sin not, amen. Aren't you thankful for that? Sister Jen, that's in the Bible, amen. I can be mad with Brother Kevin, but, but, but I can be angry for a little while, but I cannot sin not. Because the Lord said, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. But verse 27, Brother Allen said, neither give place to the devil. Amen. Because here's what happens. If you don't let that thing go, if you don't forgive them and let that thing go, Sister Joyce, you will give place to the devil. Amen. Sister Jenny, it don't take very long. Amen. You'll have what started out as a small root. It'll grow into a big tree, Sister Kathy, if you're not careful. Amen. What we're talking about tonight is two roots. Amen. We're talking about a root of bitterness and a root of Jesus. Amen. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, he said, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Can I tell you, if God waters and plants, so does the devil. Amen. That's what he was saying, Brother Everett in Ephesians, when he says, give no place to the devil. Amen. Have, have you ever just thought you had got over that thing, Sister Carolyn, and somebody mentioned that name, and it just comes right back. Sister Sherry, amen. And you have to rebuke that thing because can I tell you that root of bitterness, Sister Chelsea, can get deep, get deep inside of us, amen. I thought about one time we had, we was uh, cleaning a piece of property and y'all know how my love is about that. But anyway, long story short, back in the early 90s, Brother Kenny, our kids was very young and we was out, 
and another, I know y'all think I just make up a lot of these stories, Sister Townsend, but you know, there's a, there, I know y'all don't know what I'm about to tell you, but there's a commercial on TV about farmer's insurance, and the man says, we've seen a few things. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that commercial. Well, me and honey seen a few things, amen. But anyway, I, I hope my daughters don't watch tonight, at least not this part, but we have two daughters. One's very ambitious, and she'll just do, Brother Mike, whatever you tell her to do. Our baby daughter is just the opposite, amen. She can get lost in a room all by herself, amen. And so anyway, we was out, and, and, and when we got off work, Sharon worked at Hardy's. I worked at Winn-Dixie, and, and we'd go to this place that had been cleared by a dozier. And Brother Kenny, you know there's always roots everywhere, and we'd pick up roots. And, and our baby daughter would pick up a root, and she'd be like this, Brother Chris. And I'd stop, and I said, Jesse, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. I said, honey, don't be looking at the root. Pick up that root, put it in a pile, and let's go get some more because it was just roots everywhere, Sister Chelsea. So my point is, is so one day I was in the store, and, and this friend of mine that was a school teacher come in, and she said, I hear y'all clearing a piece of property. I said, well, yeah. He, and I don't remember which girl it was. He said, she said, well, your daughter told me that she can't get her homework done because you got her too busy outside picking up roots. I said, well, we are picking up roots, but it ain't the reason she ain't getting her homework done. But my point is, is this, Sister Peggy, is when you start tilting up the ground and you start tilting up the soil and you got roots, there's roots that you didn't think you even had that start showing themselves, amen? And we can also push that over to, to the spiritual side in Jesus. You know, sometimes you don't, we said last night, you know, the trying of your faith worketh patience. And, and the Bible said, let patience have her perfect work, amen? But, but you know, Sister Lana, sometimes we don't want to be patient in our trial. Amen. And, and, and if you're not patient with God, Sister Sherry, let him pull all those roots of bitterness up out of your heart. Amen. Because, you know, I had a man tell me one time, Sister Jen said, you want to know what's in a man's or a person's heart, just listen to him for 10 minutes. Sister Betty, it won't take you long. If there's something stirring up in their heart, that's right where they're going to talk about. But can I tell you, Brother Daryl, if we got that root that come out of that dry ground named Jesus, amen, whatever come out of our mouth ought to be love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance, amen. We're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, amen. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32 said, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Give no place to the devil and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as even God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. I wrote here, there's two kinds here. There's either a bitterness or there's a place to be kind. There's a kind root and a bitterness root. And in whatever you water, Sister Cricket, that's what's going to grow. Amen. If, and, and I wonder how many folks sitting in this house tonight, Brother Jimmy, that knows people because they maybe their marriages is went the wrong way because they just didn't have enough God or, or enough mercy in their heart to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. And Sister Jane, I mean, Sister Jane, just a little bit of bitterness down the road if you keep watering it. Amen. And you just keep watering it, it'll just grow, Brother Donnie, into a big tree. And then we get to where we might be living in the same house, Sister Chelsea, but we really not a couple. Amen. I wonder how many friendships have, have dissolved, Sister Davis, because somebody 
could not say I was sorry. Wasn't willing to take the axe and cut that root off at the at the very beginning and cut it off. Because see, what happens is after a while, Brother Mike, that root of bitterness will separate. Amen. It'll separate. That's what the devil come to do. But what? But to kill, steal, and destroy. Amen. And he don't care how he does it. That's why the Lord said, be angry and sin not, and let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Because, Sister John, if you don't deal with that thing, the devil's going to come back and visit you on that. Amen. And, and, but aren't you thankful for a God that forgives? Amen. Aren't you thankful, aren't you thankful for a God that, that puts it in our heart, Sister Jen, to forgive, to, to make us aware of, of these small, I like to call them the small foxes, Sister Amy. Because, you know, you think of, when you think about sin, Sister Carolyn, you don't think of something as bitterness as, as a big sin. Amen. But anything that comes between you and your walk with God, amen, is a sin. Amen. You know, sometimes we look and, you know, I've often, uh, there, our sheriff that used to be in Levy County, he'd come by the courthouse one time and he had a bunch of corn, Brother Everett, in his truck. I said, man, what are you doing with all that corn? He said, well, I got to go bait my deer up. He said, you know, hunting season's right around the corner. I thought, man, I mean, that don't seem very fair for the poor little old deer. You know, you pour out a little bit of corn, the deer go there. So me being smart like I am, Brother Kevin, I said, Hey, Sheriff, I said, you know, i never seen no Indian pour out no corn to kill the deer. You I mean, they just went out there and hunted. He said, you ain't never seen a fat Indian neither, have you? <laughs> so, so here's my point, Sister Jenna. Here's my point. The devil knows just what bait to use against me and you. If that deer knew that he was going to that corn to die, Sister Lena, he wouldn't go eat that corn. Amen. And you might think that just a little bit of, I can have hard feelings against Brother Jack and just think nothing about that thing. But trust me, from somebody that's been there, Sister Melinda, the devil will water that thing just a little bit, and you start thinking on that thing just a little bit, and it ain't long before you start having ought in your heart against that person. Amen. And it's just, you know, the devil just treats us like folks treat those animals. They just put out what they like. The devil knows what you like, and he'll figure it out because he'll just keep throwing that bait out there to you, Sister Mia. Amen. I thought about the story, and we're not going to get too much into it about the prodigal. I don't want to talk about the prodigal tonight. I want to talk about the elder son, and I want to talk about the father. It said, a root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. In Luke 15, 25, and 30, it reads like this. Now his elder son was in the field, and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. And verse 28 said, And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came he, his father, out and entreated him. And he answered, said to him, and said to his father, Lo, these many years, can I tell you, the root of bitterness was starting to sprout a tree right here. He said, all these many years. Brother Darrell, I don't know how long the prodigal was gone. It sure makes it sound like here he might have been gone more than just a few days, Brother Allen. He said, those, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgress I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as I, this son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. I wonder the time that, 
Sister Amanda, the time that he was working on the farm, it may be this root of bitterness who wouldn't start to grab hold right then. Maybe he was thinking about his young brother, Brother Brian, that was out enjoying his self and having fun, and he was working on the farm. I wonder if he thought about all the time that he had to repair the fence. or Maybe he had to get the, get the animals or the pigs back in the pen and thinking about, man, his brother's out living at high and having a good time. Have you ever just thought about, and, and, and I know to be transparent, but have you ever thought about how that, that sometimes you, Sister Amy, you'll be just working as hard as you can for the Lord. And, and then sometimes it looks like the, the unjust are just getting rained on. They getting a blessing and you getting a cursing. Amen. And, and if you ain't careful, Brother Kenny, it's real easy for that little seed or that little root of bitterness to take root. Amen. To be like the elder son, but we should never have it, Brother Mike, in our heart when a prodigal comes home. We ought to not be like the elder son and get mad and go outside. Brother Orlando, we ought to be like the father. We ought to run to that person and fall on that person and kiss them and welcome them back to the family of God. Amen. Because here's the thing, church. Where might we be if somebody hadn't have prayed for us tonight? Brother Sean, I wonder where we might be if somebody not picked up the hedge and made up the hedge for me and you. I don't know why the elder son was so upset, Brother Allen. Amen. You thought he would be happy that his brother come home. But I can I tell you the root of bitterness is a deadly sin. It's a deadly sin. The Bible said in Luke 6, 43 and 45, said, For a good tree bringeth forth not corrupt fruit, neither doeth corrupt tree bringeth forth good fruit. For every tree is known by his own fruit. For of thorns men do gather figs, nor of a bramble bush gather thy grapes. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Amen. It didn't take you very long, Sister Patty, to understand where the, 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 the older, the elder son, where his heart was. Amen. Because he, he already started complaining. The root of bitterness is already grabbing hold, Brother Jerry. He's already saying, I've been here. I've been working. I've been doing my part. You never threw me a party. You never patted me on the back. And, and I know it's so easy, Brother Kenny, folks that you can lean on, people that you can count on, you lean on them a little bit more. Amen. But I'm thankful for a God that will just trust us with whatever we need, Brother Wayne. Aren't you thankful? Because I tell you, God won't put more on you you can bear. Amen. And he said through every temptation, Sister Danielle, he'd make a way of escape. Amen. Aren't you thankful for that? And aren't you thankful if you do have a little, Brother Junior, a little root of bitterness starting to spring up, you can ask God to pull that thing out by the roots. Amen. Get it out of there. Aren't you thankful that you can come boldly before the throne of God? Amen. Aren't you thankful that you can just say, God, I'm having trouble in this area, Sister Mary, and God will reach down here and take care of that. Proverbs 4 and 23 said, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. I have a, a friend of ours that, that when he gets around you, Sister Jen, it don't take you very long before he takes you down to a one-way street. The times that, that he's been done wrong and people that's done him wrong and and, and I'm thinking that Brother Tim in his life, he, he's at the age maybe that maybe he ought to be trying to get these things right with God and, and this bitterness. But can I tell you, when that root of bitterness starts wrapping its roots around you, amen, sometimes, Brother Jack, it's hard to, to, to ask for forgiveness, amen. And Because here's the thing, if you keep talking about it, you've not forgave. 
Amen. You know, we got to forgive and forget. Amen. We we can't just forgive and not forget. Because, Brother Darrell, if you don't forgive and forget, the devil will come by and water that. He'll water that thing, and that thing will sprout back up. Amen. I thought about how the, the, the father of the prodigal and of the elder son was like Jesus. Amen. We all know the story, Brother Wayne. He was on the porch looking down the road, and he seen his son coming home. Can I tell you, Brother Orlando, I'm so thankful God was looking after me. When I was out in the world lost and undone, he was looking for me to come home. I don't know how many times, Brother Danny, that God knocked on my heart, and I'm so thankful. As in the book of Revelation said, if I would open the door, he would come in and sup with me, and I can sup with him. Brother Jerry, I'm so thankful when I look around and see how great God's been to me and my family. And I'm so thankful for this father that's in this story. He told his son in, in chapter 15, verse 31 and 32, and he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad for, thy, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. Aren't you thankful? Aren't you thankful that, 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 that I wrote down here that that's like the tree of the fruit of the Spirit, that the dad reached out to his son and showed him some love and showed him some joy, showed him some peace and some long-suffering, some gentleness. He could have got out there and got on him, Brother Brian, but he just loved on his son. And he said, look, son, all this is yours. It's all going to be yours. You know, we, we're just passing through this thing, Sister Sherry. Amen. We're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. Amen. We can't allow to slow down any time, Brother Hal, and let the root of bitterness choke out what God's gave us. And Sister Townsend, what God's went away to prepare for us. Amen. And I'm thankful for the dad that took time out of the schedule. Sister Chelsea, put, I just got to believe he sat out there beside him and put his arm around him. And, and, you know, and he let, because here's the thing, church, the fruit of the Spirit is what we should have, Sister Donna. I believe that's the fruit of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Because the thing is, is Jesus can make you love your enemies that you once hated. Amen. The, the, the Bible said, um, pray for those that despitefully use you. He said, if your enemy hungry, what did he tell you to do? He said, to feed him. Amen? He said, if he's thirsty, what do you do, Sister Joyce? You give him drink. He said, if he's naked, Sister Peggy, what do you do? You give him clothes. Come on, church. Aren't you thankful for a God? Aren't you thankful for a God of the New Testament? The God that says, turn the other cheek, Brother Wayne. Amen? That we don't live underneath the law where it was an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. I think the Lord told Peter one time, said, put up your sword. He said, the man that lives by the sword abide or die by the sword. Amen. But I'm thankful for the fruit of the Spirit because there's times in my life, more times than not, Sister Lena, I need some love and I need some joy and I need some peace and some long-suffering, some gentleness, some goodness, some faith, some meekness, and some temperance. Because, see, the root of Jesse grows a tree that produces the fruit of the Spirit. Brother Darrell, I'm so thankful for that. I'm so thankful that there was a time when I used to hate, now I love. There was a time that, 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 that I had the love of money, but now, Sister Melinda, I had the love of wanting to give and help people. Because, you know, when I look at what all God's done for me, amen, I don't know about y'all, Sister Donna, but how do you put a price tag on how good God's been to us, Sister Mia? Oh, I can't afford for just a small, very root, 
sowed such a small root, Sister Edith, of, of bitterness to get in my life. And church, I believe we too close to the finish line now, Sister Betty. Amen. We too close to the finish line now, Sister Sherry, to, to let a root of bitterness or some small fox to get into your vine and, and, and mess your vine up. I don't know about you, church, but I got a mind to want to make it. Amen. I read in the book, there, it, there's many. He, he said there's a number that no man can number is going to make it at the end. Brother Brian, I want to be in that number. I thought about what the root of Jesse has done for us, and the musicians can come if you like. I thought about how that this, this love that Jesus done for us, this root out of dry ground, it said in Isaiah 49 and 16, it says, Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Psalms 103 and 12 said, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Isaiah 38 and 17 has cast all my sins behind his back. Micah 7 and 19 says, Thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Jeremiah 31, 34, Hebrews 8 and 12, and Hebrews 10 and 17. He said, I will forgive their iniquities, and I will remember their sin no more. Church, how do you put a price tag on that? Sister Davis, aren't you thankful for a God that said, if somebody said something to you about your sin, it wasn't God. Aren't you thankful that he loved you so much? He said, I've graven your name. Brother Sean, think about that. He said, he's graven his, your name in the palm of his hand. Come on now. Amen. That's something to get excited about. He said, he said, I've forgiven your sins as far as the east is from the west, Brother Mike. Amen. He said, I've cast all your sins behind my back. He said, I've cast them into the sea of forgetfulness. I'm so thankful, Brother Jerry. There might be people, there's people in this life and people in this world that always may see the old Brother Jerry Fears or the old Wayne Williams. Or the, amen. But Jesus said, I don't remember that old man. Such a gen, only Jesus could do that. Could I get you to stand? Aren't you thankful for that root that grew out of dry ground? Aren't you thankful for that root that came and died on that old rugged cross for mine and your sins? Aren't you thankful for that root that grew into a tree that took stripes on his back, Sister Betty, for mine and your healing? I'm thankful for that root that went away to prepare a place for us, Brother Darrell. So, so I'd like to encourage you to join us in a few moments as we just worship the Lord. Remember, Jesus done something that nobody else could would have done for you. He died for you. The Bible said, while we was yet sinners, Christ died for us. Sister Sherry, he didn't wait until he had cleaned us up. He said, I'll take Wayne Williams in the condition he's in right now. Most of us wouldn't do that, Sister Jen. We'd wait until they got all cleaned up and had all the pieces all put together. But Jesus said, whomsoever will, let him come. Worship the Lord with us as we close. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. 
For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.